Welcome to the Living Out Podcast. I'm your host, Darren Steele, where queer thought leadership meets personal growth and social justice for LGBTQ people. I'm the founder of Think Queerly on Medium, and as a personal leadership coach, I help gay men use their difference to make a difference by leading others in creating a more humane world. Well, today I'm getting up on my pulpit. I'm at the top of the mountain, and I am coming down with two large stone tablets resting on my forearms. These fuckers are heavy. I mean, bitch, why did God make these commandments so bloody heavy? I mean, couldn't I have just put this on like a chalkboard or something like that? But in all seriousness, I'm talking about the Ten Commandments of the Heteronormative Patriarchy. The question is, do you want to fit in? Do you want to blend in? Do you want to act like everyone else and be respectable as a gay man? Or do you want to disrupt the social norms? Do you want to question man box culture? Do you want to confront heteronormative prejudice, which says everyone is supposed to be a heterosexual and is going to act in the binary of men and women only? Do you want to continue to suffer under the abuses and the control and the stealing and the rape of culture that is the patriarchy? These things have had their time, and it is now time for them to be disrupted and for society and for people to evolve into the 21st and eventually 22nd century. Someone once said, People evolve, but religions don't. So a lot of what we deal with in society today are social constructs that have been handed down over thousands of years. And yes, sometimes the names are different. And yes, social structures have changed, but we've primarily been one of men in control and a masculine culture enforcing a particular and rigid hierarchy of what's considered acceptable and who's going to have power, who's going to have privilege, and who isn't. And one of those testaments, one of those books that has sought to maintain a rigid control for the last 2,000 years that's not only out of date, but should be out of print, in my opinion, is the Bible. Now, In the New Testament, one that has not been doctored by evangelicals, and just a trigger warning, no holes barred in this episode, I will not be holding back anything, I will not be holding back any criticism, (laughs) and what follows is going to be very much in your face. So if you're easily triggered, you might want to drop off now. If you want a good laugh, because you'll probably recognize the truth in what I'm saying, even if you don't 100% agree with everything, then keep those headphones on, because this is going to be fun. So, as I was saying, maybe some of the better, more accepted translations, like the King James Version of the Bible, there's a story of morality 
of humanity, of being kind to other people. That's not dissimilar from a Buddhist tradition or other traditions. The Old Testament is another matter entirely with its laws and dictates and strictures and its Ten Commandments. So let's go through what I created as the Ten Commandments for being a respectable gay man. Remember, if you don't want to disrupt the social norm, if you want to fit in and you just want to be like everybody else, these are the rules that you need to follow. The first commandment, thou shalt judge other gays. So the way to fit in and never be suspected of yourself being a gay man is to make fun of other people who clearly are gay. To laugh at the jokes that people make about another gay person. To laugh wholeheartedly at a television show or a movie where some gay person is killed off in a horror film or is made fun of. Or that Nelly little femme, oh, that's so funny. Flamboyant much? They sound like such a sissy faggot. Perfect targets for your humor and disdain. You can subvert your own shame of the closet by making fun of someone else in an attempt to falsely make yourself feel better. Well, honey, that don't last very long, and it's a bitter pill to swallow. The second commandment. Thou shalt hold your voice silent when others make homophobic comments. Seriously, do not rock the boat. You would not want to be outed. You know, even if others don't suspect you of being gay, just keep your fucking mouth closed. The status quo loves it when you don't stand up or support others. Stand back. Watch that person be verbally or physically kicked down on the ground and walk away. The third commandment, thou shalt minimize talking about your sex or your love life, if ever at all. You're out. People know that you're gay. But to minimize discomfort, you inquire about other people's husbands and wives or girlfriends and boyfriends. Did you have a nice time? How was the date? Did he bring you flowers? Girlfriend, that's so nice. He was romantic, but never, ever talk about eating ass, sucking cock, or getting fucked on all fours blindfolded in a dark room. Because no one wants to hear that. Commandment number four. Thou shalt control your mannerisms. Never be flamboyant or feminine. Were you a hyperactive child in high school? I was. I was really out of control. I had to actually sit on my hands to stop fidgeting. Well, now you have to sit on your hands so you don't show your limp wrist to everyone. You're like, girl, oh, oh, damn it, my wrist broke again. But you swallow your pride. (sighs) You take a deep breath before you respond. Get your voice a little bit lower. And you speak really slowly and without any excitement because otherwise your voice would just raise up too high and you'd sound like a girl all giddy with excitement. Now everybody knows. The fifth commandment. Thou shalt never make a straight man feel uncomfortable 
with your eyes. Now, this could be one of the most difficult commandments of all, and I admit to being guilty of that, because when I see eye candy, I just want to unwrap that plastic and put it inside my mouth. I mean, you see him and your knees go weak. Your heart boom, 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 starts pounding in your chest. You feel like you're starting to break a sweat. Is it hot in here or are you just hot? You secretly lust after him, but there's no release for this unrequited desire. You go quickly into the bathroom and jerk one off. If you look too long, he's going to know. Everyone sees that you're looking, but you can barely contain yourself. The sixth commandment, thou shalt act like one of the boys and fit in. Over drinks after work at the bar, all the guys are talking about the latest football game, the girls that they banged, the girls that they're planning to bang, and you laugh, you encourage them, maybe you order a round of drinks, and you tell a white lie or two to fit in. Even if they know you're gay, remember that other commandment about not talking about your own sex life? Always ask questions about them, and then they won't feel threatened. The seventh commandment. Thou shalt keep conversation safe and inclusive for straights. LGBTQ rights. The time cost of douching to be an effective bottom. All those annoying profile pictures on Grindr and people who ask you, what's up? No one wants to hear that. They've got their own problems on Tinder. Swipe left, swipe right. I don't know. I don't use Tinder. So keep it to sports. Keep it to weather. And if it's girls, well, ask them about their latest shopping excursion. Because everyone knows the gays and shopping and dressing up, those two, they go together, don't they? The Eighth Commandment. Thou shalt wear clothes that don't make you stand out in a crowd. Dress casual. Neat, possibly fitted or tailored. You know, if you've got a nice body because you're gay and you probably want to fit in with, like, the gay mystique of the perfect gay male body, you've probably got a six-pack abs and a nice little narrow west and a proud chest. Be mindful of the vibrant colors and pinks. Sometimes it's okay to wear pink, especially if there's some other straight heteronormative guy in the office who's, like, rocking that pink because... It's just what he can do because he can get away with it. Now, even if you have a nice ass and you want to wear, you know, a pair of pants that show it off, it might attract a bit of unwanted attention from the straight guys who feel uncomfortable. So up the pants by one size on the waist. Minimize drawing any attention to yourself that could involve the discussion of sex or cause any kind of man flirting. The Ninth Commandment. Thou shalt keep silent when men degrade and objectify women. They're just being one of the guys, right? This is only locker room talk. It's no big deal, right? It's a guy thing. They don't mean anything by it. Just swallow your shame like that cock last night and the disgust you have with yourself for not standing up for the rights of others. Finally, the tenth commandment. Thou shalt never break the rules.
follow the rules of the status quo. Make sure you know what it means to be a heterosexual. Know what it means to be a real man. And the patriarchy? It's all about the hierarchy. The pecking order. Do what you need to do to make your way to the top. To make as much money as you can. To push people aside to get what you want. Keep yourself boxed in, boxed in and closed off. Silence your desires for change in society. But mind the door of your closet. So long as you don't come too far out, you'll have a place in this society and you won't ruffle too many man feathers. We don't want more than one head peacock strutting around. And we certainly don't want one that's fanning its feathers of faggotry upsetting heteronormative privilege. Well, that is my summary of the Ten Commandments for being a respectable gay man. What do you think? I think that you should say, fuck that, to the status quo. And I don't mean complete and other anarchy. I mean standing up. Speaking out, living proudly, being vulnerable to share who you are at the right place in the right time, but not at the expense of your own safety, especially when you fear for your physical safety. Show your colors more. But it's like a habit, right? If we take on too much at one time, you're going to fall right back into old behaviors of status quo norms and never come all the way out, or never embrace the possibility of trying to make change. Yes, there can be repercussions, and there will be repercussions if you decide to be a social disruptor. But it depends what you want, and it depends on where you feel you can make the best change in the world. It might not be at the workplace, but it might be. It might be by volunteering, or writing, or engaging with other people that need to hear your voice. See, if we are not visible, if you are not visible, if you can't be heard, we cannot make progress and we cannot change minds. If we keep playing by the rules, the rules of the status quo, of the man-box culture, of heteronormativity, of the patriarchy, of the Christian right of other religions that seek to demonize and prejudice us. Nothing will ever change and nothing will ever get better. Now, that doesn't mean we have to butt heads. Sometimes that has to happen. But we can live out openly the best of who we are to use our difference to make a difference, to lead others by way of being out and proud of who we are, which is a kind of vulnerability in expressing our authenticity. Our, th- our authenticity is quite simply by being on the outside exactly who we are on the inside. Not hiding, not keeping silent. So what do you stand for? Meaning what do you believe in so wholeheartedly that you will no longer tolerate prejudice, that you will no longer tolerate the silence and forced 
by a larger status quo that diminishes the possibility of your acceptance or the rules and the rights that are being enforced or the rights that are being taken away by governments? How do you advocate to make greater social change, to create a better definition of what human rights mean? Because rights for some does not mean equality. As always, live out, live proud, and use your difference to make a difference.